What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. All right. All right. Hey, welcome. Welcome and welcome back to uh, <clears throat> the program here. We appreciate it. You being here with me today uh, or this evening or whenever you're getting a chance to listen on this Corona Wednesday um, lockdown night. Uh, like you, uh, I've been on Corona lockdown and um going to be even more locked down, I think, as, as time goes on until this thing sort of blows over. You guys who've been listening to me for a while know that a couple of years ago, I, I had, a, had a little thing uh, where I had triple bypass surgery. I'm the guy who's had pneumonia twice in the past 12 years. Uh, I suffer with hypertension and I happen to be black. So um, all those things figure into what um, we've been reading, we've been seeing in the press conferences as, <clears throat> excuse me, people who are, are susceptible to bad results if indeed one contracts, is, contracts the coronavirus. Um, not that anybody is immune because of their use or because of their race. It is that people like me um, tend to have worse outcomes, uh, you know. <clears throat> I, I'm not scared, and I don't believe I would, even if I did. I don't believe I would. I think that if I did contract the virus, I would, I would shake it off like a, a like a dog shakes off a flea. Um, but you know what? There's no reason to tempt God, right? When all I have to do is sit in this chair and talk to you guys. So that's what I planned on doing. Uh, I don't think I'm having. <laughs> I don't think with my wife, I'm going to have much choice. Rather. Uh, I, I, I went to church by myself um, Sunday. Pastor was very creative in the sense that uh, we have a small congregation, and, and he split it up into groups of uh, 10 or less. Uh, and then when you get there, we sit pretty far apart, six to eight feet apart, practicing the social distancing guidelines. Because I think it's important to, I think it's important to still have church. Um, Sunday is coming up, and Sunday is Easter. Um <laughs> Uh, I don't think I'm going to get to go to church on Easter, um, but uh, we have to get the elements. If we go, if I went to church, we, we'd have to bring our own elements. Um, so those of you who know what the elements for communion are, we have to bring our own elements. Although the church can provide them, um, and it's not like the Catholic Church where we all where everybody drinks out of the same cup or anything like that. Just the idea that the implements would be put out and you would. And the trays get passed around, and you pick out the, um, you know, you'd pick out the body, and then you all the cups would be together. You know, all the cups would be together. Although it would all be coming out of the same thing. It's just what we're going to do is out of an abundance of caution, 
And you guys know I hate that phrase, out of, a, out of an abundance of caution. People are being asked to bring their own elements, and everybody's cool with that. Um, we're going to probably have communion here in, in the house. Um, maybe for um, you guys who watch Real Talk with Evan Will, maybe we'll, um, may, maybe we'll record it, and then we can share that on Sunday evening. Uh, for those of you who want to also have communion at home with your families because you're not going to church, um, maybe that's a good thing. But in any case, that's not what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about my, some of my thoughts on Republicans, Democrats, Blexit, and Trump. Um, because I, I've, been on, I've been on lockdown here, and unfortunately, I've been on Twitter way, way too much the past um, uh, past week, I just I thought Facebook was a dumpster fire. Facebook ain't got nothing on Twitter. Twitter is a dumpster fire from hell, y'all. Um, there ain't there ain't no love on Twitter for nothing. Twitter is basically if I think that I'm smarter than somebody, it's a place to say so. If I think that somebody is a terrible person, it's a place to say so. If I think anything anything that's negative, anything that's snarky or negative, Twitter is a place to spout it. No matter what. No matter what. Until it just becomes a, a, an extremely negative environment. And and I'll, I'll tell you how negative environments affect me. I quit a job once because the environment was too negative. I was at a school, and the I mean, just the environment in the department that I worked in was so negative, and the people were so negative that I had another option, so I took it. I had another option, so I took it. I, and I told the principal at the time, it's just too negative here. I just can't stay in this negative environment. It was having an effect on me. And Twitter remind, very much reminds me of, of it. However, though, it has forged me to some ideas, things to talk about. Um, again, I want to talk a little bit tonight about Republicans, Democrats, Blexit, Trump, conservatives, and the... Um, the body politico when we start talking about African-Americans in America. All right, before we do that, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back right after these messages. You know, every man my age should have three things in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1900. 
www.bloomingdays.com In America, there are three proven ways to build wealth. Business, investment, and real estate. All three seem to have high hurdles to jump to get into, but believe it or not, real estate is the lowest of the three hurdles, and multifamily real estate investing is the best way to go. From duplexes to apartment complexes, multifamily investing brings the biggest bang for your investment buck. My friends at Buy It, Rent It, Profit and the Landlord Academy are ready, willing, and able to get you going on the path of building wealth. Contact Joe Ebanks and Brian Chavis at buyitrentitprofit.com. Buyitrentitprofit.com. All right. All right. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. We appreciate appreciate you being here uh, and, and and coming out. It's been a while since we've done a um, a blog talk radio native program. Uh, we've taken a couple of the ones that we did on other platforms and put them up, but it's been a long time since we did something live. That's for sure. Um, and I'll tell you why. It, it's not because um, we're afraid of blog talk radio. I've got a, a couple of thousand shows up on blog talk radio. Um, most of them alive, so I'm not afraid of doing a live program. Uh, it's just, frankly, some of the ones that we've done live and that we've invested 45 minutes, an hour in, uh, plus preparation, the sound quality has just sucked ass. Uh, and maybe some of it's because we tried to go Wi-Fi and we knew that we shouldn't go Wi-Fi. Uh, you know, my, the other platforms don't mind Wi-Fi as much, but Blog Talk Radio is really really freaking particular. And every time we've gone Wi-Fi in the past year, it sucked. It, it sounded like, it, it's like Skype got the coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? You know how bad Skype can be? Imagine Skype with a, a deadly case of coronavirus. And that was just too frustrating. So I just said, F it. I've been paying for and, 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 and the damn thing, and, 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 and the, thing, the damnable thing is I've been paying for it all along. And, and, you know, letting them get hit me for 40 bucks a month um, for service that, quite frankly, has been mm, not the best. They're listening. Mm, not up to speed, frankly. So there are other platforms. And that's why you're finding a lot of a lot of people are getting off this platform and doing other stuff. They just are. I still like the way it works. I still I still enjoy it. Um, the sound quality is a whole bunch better than it used to be. When it works, I like the idea of being able to take calls without having to deal with numbers, without having to deal with Skype, without having to deal with third-party pro, you know, programs and stuff. But that's why we've not been here. So if you're wondering, because um, some people, some some people will, will you know, will call in or they'll get in the chat room and go, God, you're still here? Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're still friggin' here. It's crazy. Um, we did our first show here on Blog Talk Radio on March 25th, 2008. That's a long time ago, y'all. That's a long time ago. And you can go through our library. A lot. It's a bunch. A lot of, a lot of guests, a lot of shows, a lot of hours. All right, listen, I want to talk a little bit about 
um, what's happening now and how I kind of look at it. Uh, again, everything that I'm saying to you is my opinion. Just like you have yours, I have mine. Just like Rush Limbaugh has his, I have mine. Just like, um, I don't know, Larry Elder has his, I have mine. Just like um, some of these other people on the left have their opinion, I have mine. Just like you have yours, I have mine. And I want to talk a little bit about Republicans. Now, I've learned here on Blog Talk Radio that being a Republican and being conservative is not the same thing. So let's not conflate those two things. Let's not confuse them because they aren't necessarily the same thing. You may have a Republican who's not a conservative at all. So you would, so you were asked, what's the difference? He, in my opinion, here's what's the difference. Um, the, you, you may have a Republican who wants big government every bit as badly as a Democrat wants big government. They just think they can manage it better. They think they, they can manage it more efficiently. They want similar big programs. They want similar big giveaways. They want similar big everything in size, money, and scope. They just think they can, they'll just tell you that they can manage it better. Which is why people are saying that essentially that a lot of Republicans aren't really any different than Democrats. They just think that they're better at managing it. So again, so you have that. Here's what Republicans have been really bad at, especially when it comes to the black community in America. They've been horrific at messaging. Horrific. And because of the, uh, of employing and deploying the same consultant class election after election after election, both on the national scale, the state and local scale. And you'll find that. I mean, if, if you've been involved in, in Republican politics where you live to any degree, it's the same people who, same people who run campaigns, the same group of people who run all the campaigns, um, through whatever Republican organization or clubs, it's the same group of people, and they do things in the very same manner. And in some parts of the community, they have been hyper-successful. And in others, usually on the um, black side of town or Hispanic side of town or the minority side of town, they have been dismal failures. But they just chalk up their failures to... Black people being brainwashed. Black people who, and this is a new thing, and this one I want to talk about. I want, I want to sort of integrate, if I can, Blexit here. Um, black people being being brainwashed, and now black, and part of the Blexit narrative is that black people are staying on the plantation, and we've heard that we've heard that a lot. Which, I guess, the idea when I talk about Mark, I talk about messaging a little bit ago, I guess the, the idea is that I'll, we'll just keep insulting these, these folks until they come around to our way of thinking. We'll just keep insulting them. We'll just call, keep calling them sla- you know what, slaves, and we keep calling them stupid, and we keep calling them brainwashed until they come around to our way of thinking. And, so, and, and then they have the, have the nerve, the temerity, to be standing there with their hands on their hip wondering why some people are, are, 
are fighting them. Some people don't trust them. You know, we, we hear these inter- we hear and see of these internet uh, hashtags like walk away. Me and my friend Shirley Hussar from Urban Game Changers, one of the first questions that, that she and I had was, okay, walk away, but where are you walking away to? This idea, this mistaken idea that people are walking away from the Democrat Party, okay, and walking into Republican offices and signing up um, to be Republicans is ridiculous because that's not happening. People are walking away from the Democrat Party. They are. Well, why do you? Why do I think? I think for the very same reason I just said. Democrats aren't very, you know what, rank-and-file Democrats aren't very different than Republicans. They just don't manage these programs as well. They're not much different. Um, They want to, like Republicans, they want to keep doing things in the very same manner with the very same people. They, They continue to do things on every level. Why in the hell would you run? Why? Why in the hell would you run um, Hillary Clinton for president. Why would you do that? And then the next year, why would you run Joe Biden? Don't you think the same people who supported Hillary Clinton would support and be the mechanism for Joe Biden? Same people, same consulting, same consultant class. I've talked about the consulting class here before. Um, So, of course, the same people doing things the very same way and telling the African-American community in America that Republicans are trying to take things away from them. It's the same damn story. Until somebody said, hey, wait a minute, wait. Democrats have been the mayor and been been the mayor and all of the city council and the, all of the county commission where I lived my whole damn life. There ain't no tea party here. They no they no damn tea party anywhere. The only place I've ever seen a uh, only place I've ever seen somebody in a Klan suit is on TV. So the only people who have been in charge here, where I live, wherever that happens to be, usually a major city, have been Democrats. So they're blaming Republicans on conditions that they have overseen for years. So people may back off and back away from openly supporting the Democrat Party or Democrats. They may, may, they may, be, they may even walk away, but they ain't walking away to Republicans. Again, people who want the same stuff just feel that they can manage it better and are really big in, into insulting people into submission because their messaging and marketing is shit. Sorry I had to say it that way, but it's what it is. It's awful. It's terrible. You know, um, in 2015, I was at Right Online and um, met one of my heroes. And what she said was this. She said, you know what? The, the shame of all of this is that if conservatives have the answers, 
if conservatives have the answer to these cities like Baltimore and these other uh, in, in East L.A. And, and East St. Louis, if Republicans and, and conservatives have the answer, the real shame of it is that we have not been able or willing to make the case in a way that the African-American community will even freaking consider it. So now you have organizations like or, or groups like Blexit, uh, and I ain't hating. I want to I want, I want, I want stop. I'm not hating Blexit. I'm not hating Candace Owens or or um, or all these people uh, who who've been front and center on, in the Blex movement. I'm not hating it. I'm not hating anybody. I move along on an eighty twenty sort of manner in my life. If we're sort of headed heading the same direction. That's fine, because you're going to be able to talk to people who ain't listening to me. I'm going to be able to talk to people who ain't, who ain't listening to you. And if we're basically saying the same thing, we're heading the same direction, well, I'm okay. So you, you may criticize how I do it, uh, or you may not be happy with how I do it or what I say, and I'm not happy with how you say it entirely. But if the people you're listening, but if you're being effective where you are in any kind of real way, then okay, then we can, we can walk together. It's that, it's that like a Jim Crochet song, you know, if you're going my way, I'll go with you, <laughs> you know, uh, so that's how, that's kind of how it is. And the 605 I see you out there, give me a second to, you know, to, to exhale here. Um, so this is, you know, this is what, you know, the shame is, the shame is that conservatives have not made the case either because they've chosen not to, or they can't make the case in the African-American community in America for the benefits of conservatives. So they have some of, some of them, not everybody, please. Again, if you can't talk in general, you can't talk about anything. I mean, we can talk about specifics, but, uh, but if you can't speak about things in generalities, then you can't really talk about anything because every, every person in every situation is, is different in some way. Right. Okay. So let's not get into that. Um, but in general, what you have now is uh, Republicans, uh, people who, are, who who consider themselves part of Blexit, and even some conservatives, black and white, deciding that what they're going to do is insult a whole group of a whole swath of Americans into and, and hope that at some point they come around to their way of thinking. It's insane. And then you have other Republicans who say, well, you can't talk to black people or, or African-Americans about black issues in America because that's called pandering. How in the hell is it pandering that you decide to address the concerns of 13% or more of the American population? How the hell is that pandering? See, this is why we fail. This is why we fail. Let's see. All right. We are going to take this call and we're going to take a little break and we'll be back with more of the program uh, after we take this call from the six. let me press the button from the six Oh five. What's going on? Hi. All right. Um, you're talking about Democrats and Republicans. <clears throat> well, both parties have a great, 
a great deal of confirmation bias. It's very, um, it's very rare that one party, a Democrat or a group of Democrats, can change the minds of conservatives and vice versa. As a matter of fact, I was on a show the other day, and it was a few days after this, this one idiot um, took some fish cleaner, and he and his wife <laughs> made some cocktails out of it, and he died. And the people, the liberals, were blaming Trump because Trump was promoting the legitimate medicine of hydro, of uh, hydroxy, um, oxyhydrochlorine. It's, it's, it's um, hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. And, yeah. And they were saying, uh, well, Trump said it. And I'm saying, yeah. Uh, and another guy chimed in and said, "Look, on the box it says, do not eat. This is <laughs> this is a cleaner. Do not eat. It was eat a koi. Soap. Yeah, because they had, had the koi, koi fish, and this was a cleaner, an algae cleaner. Um, these two people supposedly didn't see all the other freaking ingredients in there, and and then the media started blaming Trump for actually mentioning it. And the damnable thing is, one more time, um, science is saying, hey. This crap seems to be working. You got to get it from a doctor. You can't get it from um, you can't get, you can't get it from the pet store. You got to get it from the friggin' doctor. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're right. Well, yeah. You're Plus right. the ingredient inside the box is a different is a different material. It has the same oh, name, yeah. but it also has phosphate, which means it's a different <laughs> chemical. But certainly, exactly. Um, they went ahead and said they blamed Trump anyway. Um, it's amazing. It's just That's what they uh, do. amazing. What's your what, well, yeah. Well, on well, that, you know what, on, that on that, you know what, I wasn't going to talk about that, but 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 I, but on that particular case, it's very very interesting because the media and I'm not, and I'm talking about and I'm not talking about the media on this show. If if you're, if you're listening, don't don't hop in here and have me throw and be throwing rock to me because I'm talking about the media. I'll throw rocks at them on, on another program. It's too easy. It's too damn easy to do. Um, the media made it look like these two people were somehow Trump supporters who were hanging on every word of the president. When we find out that that's not true at all, the woman, as a matter of fact, um, had we found they, the media knows her name. They didn't use it in the story. Uh, they didn't want to dox her. They didn't use her. They didn't use her name in the story. I don't know if you know this. But this woman had given money to Hillary Clinton and had called the president on Twitter a psycho president. They were everything but Trump supporters. But the media tried to make it look like these two poor souls hanging on every word of the president. Why would he say something like this? This is why this man is dead. Uh, No, they weren't that at all. And this woman, here's here's the crazy part. Here's the Tiger King out of the story. She'd been trying to divorce her husband for years and was guilty and, and, was, and was charged once with domestic abuse. She's tried to hurt him before, but this time he's dead and she's alive. She's the new yeah, I heard. Uh, Aaron Baskin. That's who this woman is. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard that is because that I don't know how they find out. Maybe because I don't know how they found out. They they believe that he, he had taken. Um, no, no, no. I'm not talking about finding out about her background. 
What oh. I was about to say is that they had found out that she had given him more drinks to take than she did. So no. I don't know um, how they how they found that out. But he supposedly oh. had one or two drinks, and you know, and she fed him that in order, as you're saying, because of the background of domestic abuse. Maybe she found the opportunity to kill him, blame it on Trump. Sounds like more Carol Baskin stuff. All right, man. Thanks for thanks for calling from the six oh five. We're gonna take a little break. Ring the registers. We'll be back right after these messages. Thanks for calling, dude. I appreciate you. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. Are you looking for a reliable transportation, but you don't have a bunch of money? Are you wary of used car types? And you should be. You just need a car you can afford and a dealer you can trust. Great news. Good Guy Cars is here. John Desbrow is something you don't find every day. An honest used car dealer. Good Guy Cars is at 8412 Industrial Boulevard in Tampa, Florida. The phone number is 813-999-9992. That's 813-999-9992. The web address is www.goodguycars.com. Right. Again, thank you. Again, thank you from the six hundred five. Thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a crazy story. Um, uh, the fish tank, the fish tank cleaner um, drinkers. That, that that's that sounds like a, a, an episode of Snapped. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be hearing about that crap later, no doubt. Uh, two Carol Baskins, two Tiger. Uh, two Tiger King stories. One's going to be a Koi King story. Uh, I think um, it's a perfect time, and the media blame, you know, blaming the president for um, talking about that medication, uh, talking about that chemical formula, hydroxychloroquine, um, that we are finding out that may have really good results. Um, there are still tests going on, uh, and, we'll, and and like he said, we'll find out again. Um, this is also interesting that he mentioned this because this is this brings me to to Trump. Trump 
is a disruptor. If you listen to my programs five years ago, I was not a fan. I don't know if I'm a fanboy now. I don't think so. But you just gotta, you know, you just have to look at what you see. you have to look at what you see. Look, you have to look at what's going on. You have to look at the the data. Yeah, you got to stop looking at the. At some point, you have to stop looking at the models and start looking at the data. I was looking. I was I was watching one of the um, the the coronavirus uh, press conference today, and I think both Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burke said that it's the data that will trump the models after a while. The more data you get, um, and then you adjust your models your models accordingly. So if indeed there aren't as many deaths as the models. Um, as the models predicted, now it's time to start changing the models. You don't run around, they didn't say this, but you don't run around killing people so your models are correct, are correct, right? So whatever you're doing seems to be working better than you thought it would. Now, it doesn't surprise me because doctors always go with the worst case scenario possible because they hate so much and be, they hate so much um, that people get hurt, and they were wrong. They didn't warn them somehow. Um, it's part of their God complex. So they'd rather tell you, tell you you're dying than tell you that you're probably going to be okay. That's true. And I said this here on this, uh, you know, behind this mic a couple of weeks ago. Um, if you do not, if you've not contracted coronavirus, there's a good chance that you, at this point that you won't. If you continue doing what you're doing, I'm not telling you to go around um, licking doorknobs or ring doorbells. Please don't do that because that's just nasty. That would be nasty anytime. Don't do that. That's stupid. But um, if you continue doing what you're doing and you've not contracted the virus, there's a really better than not chance that you won't. You don't live in New York, right? You probably won't contract the virus. Just keep doing what you're doing. Unless what you're doing is licking ring doorbells and and doorknobs. If you're doing that, stop that crap, please. (laughs) Please stop that. Um, Anyway, Trump. Trump is a, and I mentioned this on on, on different programs, that Trump is a disruptor. Trump was something, a force, that really no one expected. And then a lot of us, and I'm going to say me too, were super surprised on how Trump is doing his thing, being how he's being president, how he's leading. It was not expected. Trump was the same person that gave Harry Reid money when the Tea Party was backing Sharon Engel in Nevada. I don't know if a lot of y'all remember that. Um, in my house, there were three, three, three votes for Republicans in the Florida primaries, two for, for Marco Rubio and one for Ted Cruz. Yes, in November, there were three votes for Donald Trump. Over Hillary Clinton, you bet your sweet ass, yes. I'm, I'm just going to be super transparent here that that's how it went down. But Trump is, is the disruptor. Trump is not a movement conservative, I think, by any stretch of the imagination. How do we know this? 
because he just signed a two trillion freaking dollar bailout package. Two trillion dollars. Connected to COVID nineteen, connected to the Hong Kong flu. Not a conservative standpoint by any stretch of the imagination. It just isn't. There's no way that you can twist it and say that somehow this is a conservative thing because it is not. This is another huge, <coughs> excuse me, monstrous government program that Republicans were, were, were screaming for as much as Democrats. Why? Because they just believe that they can manage it better. As a matter of fact, the Democrats decided that they, would, that they would have an oversight committee, and the Republicans said, no, you can't have an oversight committee because we're going to have an oversight committee, and, and blah, 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 blah. Because, again, they think that they can manage it better. It's the same, it's the same cluster you-know-what. But you just got some guy who was in a paper hat, and now you got him in a baseball cap because the baseball cap's a better manager than the guy in the, in the paper hat. It's just, and it's just be real. But Trump, Trump has been somebody who understands people, who understands media, who understands PR, and has been genius at it. That is his genius. Like we were, like, 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 like the guy from the six hundred five, and I were talking about the um, the the media's treatment um, of the whole fish tank, the whole koi cleaner, uh, koi tank or koi pond uh, killer, the media's treatment of that has made, is sort of evidence of how the media has made a lot of people not trust them. We haven't trusted the media in forever. Trump is not why we don't trust the media. We haven't trusted the media since I got into this on March 25th, 2008, we haven't trusted the media since then. We haven't trusted the headlines from the newspapers. We haven't trusted the, the, the cable news people. We haven't trusted NBC, CBS, or ABC for a long time. For a long time. When you get the, the, the anchors of these uh, the CBS Evening News, and you catch them lying, and you catch them promoting stories, especially about themselves, that you find out later just weren't true. You have to think what else was what else is isn't true, and if you do some investigation, you you start finding out. Hmm. So so the distrust of media is not new. What Trump was able to do is we, he was able to, exp- and, and continues to, he's able to exploit that and has run with it. So much, in fact, that we sort of, because, we're, because people are, are sick, some bitches who are always looking for a train wreck, uh, we sort of wait for him to go at it with the media. And, and, the, and the only reason we watch the press conferences is that maybe that he'll, he'll smack down some media type, right? that maybe Jim Acosta will say something we don't like and it'll be WWE all over again, baby. Trump will run, run the ring and 
you know, and give the guy, you know, give Jim Acosta, you know, what a um, a flying knee to the groin or something. Right, because we hate Jim Acosta, and we hate the media, and we hate CNN, because and we hate you know TV news especially because they've been found to be particularly dishonest, right? And and obnoxious. So Trump has this this thing with media that people gravitate to. Now, how does this affect affect black people? Trump under, Trump also understands the dynamic between. He also understands Democrats and Republicans and how Democrats and Republicans talk to the black community. What he knew was that in his position, he could just be plain, be open, be hunted. He would never say be hunted, but you know what I'm saying? He could do that. So when President Trump says, here's what you've gotten all along. Here's what I'm offering. What do you have to lose? A lot of the left was pissed off with what do you have to lose? Your kids already go to the worst schools, which is what everybody, including the left, has been saying for years. Republicans and conservatives haven't been saying anything. They've been saying your community sucks because you have a follow, fatherlessness problem and because of, of the moral depravity of the African-American community. That's what Republicans and conservatives have been saying. Again, continue to insult people until they come around to your way of thinking. Really dumbass messaging. Progressives and Democrats have been saying that our kids go to the worst schools and the, and and it's because Republicans um, hate them and are racist and won't give them enough money. And then we go back to what I said before. We go back to people saying, wait a minute, there's only been, there's only been Democrats that have run my school board. There's only been Democrats who have run my city. There's only been Democrats. Wait a minute. Stop. There's no Tea Party here. There's no Ku Klux Klan here. There's no, hell, there's not even any Republicans here in this. Forget, not, forget the city and the whole damn state. And, and what about those times where Bill Clinton was president or Jimmy Carter was president or freaking Barack Obama was president? Stuff was the same. So when Trump says, when he basically turns and talks to the black community, he actually talks to and not at African-Americans in America and says, what do you got to lose? What do you have to lose? There were a number of people who said, nothing, I guess. Spin the wheel. Let's see what happens. We just went through eight years of Barack Obama and basically – and if, if people are being honest, things weren't that much better. Things aren't that much better. Not for the average black family in America. They just they just weren't that much they just not that much better. If they're better at all. We were getting we were getting used and anesthetized into quote the new normal, which means there'd be fewer jobs. Um salaries would not increase on a large level. We're getting used to being unemployed and broke, and access to health care was taking longer. 
because we didn't we didn't because we were moving further and further away from a free market system of healthcare. So we were being anesthetized, sort of the boiling frog syndrome. So this guy Trump shows up and goes, "What the hell do you have to lose?" It's like it's not going to be it's not going to be worse. Which is then when the left went in. Democrats and progressives went in and used what is usually kryptonite to Republican candidates. You know, you guys know what what kryptonite is, right? And you know what's normally kryptonite to Republican candidates. I tell you when we get back. Listen, um, this show would not be possible if it weren't for our affiliate partners. If it wasn't for people like Gary Knight at New Homes Tampa Bay. If it weren't like Kevin Batts at TheRedRiverChronicle.com. So, um, it is um, getting near the end of the month. So Let's talk about the uh, Red River Chronicle. The Red River Chronicle is a, um, is, is, is a website that is full of fantastic conservative articles, conservative um, educational tools. I think that that's the coolest thing. I spent 15 years in the public teaching in the public school system, and um, you know what? These educational tools are something that that that, that you can use yourself, that you can use in, in in a classroom setting, that you can direct students to, sort of on the sly. Because it's, frankly, I think the the battle is just like that. If you are a, if you're working in the um, the public school system, and you're in a um, social studies classroom, I use social studies because it's the easiest transition. And somebody and a student comes to you and says, "Where do I learn more about conservatives?" Well, the very first place you should send them is not townhall.com, is not um, the Rush Limbaugh site, or, or, or even the Willie Lawson show um, necessarily. You need to send them right to the redriverchronicle.com. Articles written in a scholarly way, um, primarily um, information about Oklahoma and Texas, but, but, but from a very conservative standpoint and you know what Kevin Batts is black so that helps your students because that throws away and destroys the left's picture of who's supposed to be conservative so you can also on that site um, that that student will have access to um, Hillsdale College lectures which are I think are invaluable absolutely invaluable and there's also an app that they can purchase. I did. It's, it's all of 99 cents. I purchased it. It keeps you up to date with what's going on on the RedRiverChronicle.com website. That's the RedRiverChronicle.com website. Um, the finest, finest in conservative information and education.
Thank you so much for spending some time with us uh, today here on the program. We appreciate it. Um, Again, this is interesting because once Trump said to look at basically African-American community in America, the black community in America, and said, what do you have to lose? This. He's a racist. Racist is a kryptonite that sends most Republican candidates back to Krypton. It just sends them away. It just, it just makes them impotent in every way, shape, or form. Because what <clears throat> Republican candidates are most afraid of, it seems, especially when it, when it comes to dealing with um, minorities, people of color, I hate that term because we all have some color. Um, black people is this being called a racist. No, I, I, I was at an interview with, um, and you want to look it up. It's here. It's here on Paul Talk Radio with Jesse Lee Peterson, and he said to me years ago that nothing will change in America until white people stop being afraid of being called a racist. And he's right. He was right then, and he's right now. He isn't any less right now. If you're not, you know, and I, it, it came to me that as I was talking to some friends of mine, I said, you know what, if I'm not talking about you, I'm not talking to you. If I'm saying racist this and racist that, and you're not a racist, I'm not talking to you. If I'm saying bigot this and bigot that, um, and you're not a bigot, then I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking to you. And I use that for... Um, conflict resolution with my students. You know, if somebody's saying you're this and that and that and the other, and that, that's not you, and you know that's not you, then they're talking to you, but they're not talking about you. Don't worry about it. Walk away. It's not talking to you. Don't don't be affected by what they're saying. So they immediately. Saw that start calling Trump the racist. Now they didn't have they didn't have any proof that he was a racist. Everything they tried fell flat. Uh, why? Because you can go out and see um, Trump all hugged up with Jesse Jackson, all hugged up with um, um, Al Sharpton, um, all hugged up with all these rappers and, and Snoop and all these and all these rappers. Um, just a few short months ago, and he wasn't a racist then. Hmm, seems to be a racist now. Really? Even recently, when describing Hong Kong flu, uh, Chinese the, the the Chinese virus, the Wuhan Chinese virus, was asked in a press conference using the phrase. Chinese virus, do you think that's racist? Now, just a few short weeks ago, a few short days ago, every major 
media outlet was calling it the Wuhan Chinese virus, the Chinese virus, the Wuhan virus. Nobody was calling Hong Kong flu They weren't. I got to say that that's something that we started doing around, around here at my house. Um, but they were all using the very same phraseology that the president was using. The very same phraseology. Nobody was calling them out on being racist. But when the president used that, when what happened, uh, apparently what happened, supposed, supposedly, allegedly, that there were Asian Americans being being attacked by people because the president said um, that the Chinese caused this, the chi- Chinese or China caused this virus. Yeah, that happens to be true. Um, right? However, so you have Trump, the disruptor. You had Trump who decided that he would talk to 13%, 13% of the American population, and that he would address the issues in those communities. So you've seen um, money for HBCUs that you would have thought would have happened. Now, I'm not, don't get, don't get, don't get pissy with me. I'm not throwing rocks at Barack Obama. But you'd have thought that that would have, that would have been one of the first things that that happened when um, Barack Obama was president or, or, or as soon as after the, um, the affordable health care thing went through, you would you, you would have thought that you would have called the HBCU presidents in and let's and, and, and help them get their financial houses in order. But that didn't happen. This didn't happen. Now the entertainment community was called in. Singers, rappers, chants the rapper, somebody I've still never heard of, but that's okay because I'm old. Okay, boomer. That'd be me. Um but they were called in and had a big photo op with with President Obama, and that's fine. And that's okay. It made it made President Obama look cool. Made him look hip. Made it made him look like he was down, right? But we start, you know, there are a few people, a few black people, a few black conservatives, even some black Democrats who went, yeah, that's that's cool, man, that's cool, but. You know, I'm, I'm still living like this. I'm still living in Detroit. I'm still living in a, in, in a place where you can buy a house for eight thousand dollars in two thousand, you know, two thousand fifteen. You can't tell me this is going to be the new normal. I'm living in a place where the fire department may not come to my neighborhood to put out a fire because they don't have enough people. I'm still living in this environment. Feel me? So. This is this is the this is the the segment of America that Donald Trump chose to chose to speak to and address their issues without insulting them. So if you wonder why Blexit was able to take off, Blexit was not able to take off with the blessings of the Republican Party. Please don't get that twisted. Blexit is not going gangbusters. And she's not going gangbusters at all. But but it's not going as well as it's going 
because of the blessings of of uh, of the regular or a lot of the regular white conservatives it is not because white conservatives some of you again I got to talk in generalities because if you can't talk in generalities you can't talk at all um, bought into the message of we're going to continue to to, to insult um, black you know the black America until they agree with us that that they suck. Oh, this has happened to you, and this is all your fault. That there's never been. You know what? I understand that racism isn't what it was when my my father and my grandfather uh, walked the same streets as I do. I understand that. I won't sit here tonight and tell you that racism doesn't exist in America. I can tell you that I don't believe it's our number one problem. Hell, I don't. I don't believe. I don't even think you can get rid of it. It's one of those things about people that suck, and it's just something that we will all that we've always dealt with. Uh, racism, bigotry, we've always dealt with, and we will always deal with because it is in the fallen sin nature of people. I am not so arrogant to believe that policy, American political policy, legislative policy, would be able to overturn thousands of years of human sin. I am not that arrogant. But I don't believe that racism is the biggest problem happening in black America, for sure. Oh, you wonder what that is? Yeah, you're going to have to come to, you have to go to the next show, Fight Back 2020, and I'll tell you what, what I think that is. I'm not going to tell you here today. Um, so you have to continue to listen. You have to continue to follow me. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at RBM Show. Follow me on Instagram at Fightback Media. Uh, follow me on Facebook at Fightback Media. And then uh, I'll tell you what I think that is. Anyway, thanks thanks again. It's been fun. It's been fun being behind the mic again here on Ball Talk Radio. Thanks again. Until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, take care of yourself and each other. Bye-bye now. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.